Lula pulled into my apartment building parking lot, and I thanked her for picking me up at the airport and bringing me home. No problemo, she said, dropping me at the back door to the lobby. There wasn't nothing on television, and I'm between honeys, so it wasn't like I was leaving anything good behind. I waved her off and trudged into my apartment building. I took the elevator to the second floor, dragged my luggage down the hall and into my apartment, and shuffled into my bedroom. It was after midnight, and I was exhausted. My vacation in Hawaii had been unique, and the flight home had been hellish. Turbulence over the Pacific, a layover in L.A., and the snoring. I closed my eyes and tried to calm myself. I was back to work tomorrow, but for now, I had to make a choice. I was completely out of clean clothes. That meant I could be a slut and sleep naked, or I could be a slob and sleep in what I was wearing. Truth is, I'm not entirely comfortable sleeping naked. I do it from time to time, but I worry that God might be watching or that my mother might find out, and I'm pretty sure they both think nice girls should wear pajamas to bed. In this case, being a slob required less effort, and that's where I chose to go. Unfortunately, I was in the same wardrobe predicament when I dragged myself out of bed the next morning, so I emptied my suitcase into my laundry basket, grabbed the messenger bag that serves as a purse, and headed for my parents' house. I could use my mom's washer and dryer, and I thought I had some emergency clothes left in their spare bedroom. Plus, they'd been babysitting my hamster Rex while I was away, and I wanted to retrieve him. I live in a one-bedroom, one-bath apartment on the second floor of an aging, three-story, brick-faced apartment building located on the edge of Trenton. On a good traffic day at four in the morning, it's a ten-minute drive to my parents' house or the bonds office. All other times, it's a crapshoot. Grandma Mazur was at the front door when I pulled to the curb and parked. She's lived with my parents since Grandpa Mazur took the big escalator to the heavenly food court in the sky. Sometimes I think my father wouldn't mind seeing Grandma step onto that very same escalator, but I can't see it happening anytime soon. Her steel-gray hair was cut short and tightly curled on her head. Her nails matched her bright red lipstick. Her lavender and white running suit hung slack on her bony shoulders. What a good surprise, Grandma said, opening the door to me. Welcome home. We're dying to hear all about the vacation with the hottie. My parents' home is a modest duplex, sharing a common wall with its mirror image. Mrs. Chiak lives in the other half. Her husband has passed on, and she spends her days baking coffee cake and watching television. The outside of her half is painted pale green, and the exterior of my parents' house is mustard yellow and brown. It's not an attractive combination, but it feels comfortable to me since it's been that way for as long as I can remember. Each half of the house has a postage stamp front yard, a small covered front porch, a back stoop leading to a long, narrow backyard, and a detached single-car garage. I lugged the laundry basket through the living room and dining room to the kitchen where my mother was chopping vegetables. Soup? I asked her. Minestrone, are you coming for dinner? Can't. Got plans. My mother glanced at the laundry basket. I just put a load of sheets into the washer. If you leave that here, I'll do it later for you. How was Hawaii? 